Welcome, everyone, to the Unrelated Brothers Podcast. My name is Josh. With me is Devon, and joining us today is James. Welcome back, James. Nice to be back. Today, got a lot of NFL. It seems like every other day, it's like just a span of NFL news, which is, and it's not like small tidbits either. It's like just an enormous, like big trades, big signings. It's got to be one of the most impressive NFL off seasons that I can remember in a very long time. Uh, before we get to that, though, James, Devon, how are you guys doing today? Doing pretty good. well. Yeah, good as so, always. Uh, pretty, I would say, pretty ready to tackle uh, some of these trades. I don't know if you want to start on the uh, the Adams one, since I know that's probably your favorite personally. Uh, or if you, uh, or if you're more interested in doing the uh, the Deshaun Watson trades. Is he even going to play? You know what I mean? How many games well, is he going to miss? Uh, have you guys – there was a trade that happened earlier. Have you guys seen that one? Uh, Robert Woods or yes, Shaq? Robert Robert Woods. It was kind of – that was, was interesting. Uh, Robert Woods traded for a 2023 six-rounder to the Tennessee Titans, which kind of expected after they signed Al Robinson to that big, big deal, actually. That's for what he did last year, the past couple of years with the Bears, he got a pretty good deal with it. Which uh, kind of makes me wonder what they do with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. if they sign him back or if they kind of just let him go and ride with Cooper Cup and Robinson. Yeah, I mean, I'd be interested. The thing is that's really interesting is so the draft class has a lot of edge rushers, has a lot of receivers. Um, and then, of course, I mean, you have cornerbacks and so on and so forth. And really, like, the big thing for me is a lot of these guys that you're going to see some of these older names. Uh, it just makes it like, I don't know. It's just curious. Like, like Fletcher Cox, for example, is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Like he gets cut, ends up coming back and taking a pay cut. But the reality of it is, is like the, the Eagles could easily take the, the Jordan Davis yeah, and just replace them outright. Or they could also still take Jordan Davis and put him alongside Fletcher Cox for a year. So, you know, there's just a lot of possibilities. And I think very few times do you run across a draft that is so full of talent and so full of possibility for quite a bit of teams. So, like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of adding on and agreeing with what you said is it's just interesting. It's going to be interesting to see where guys like Allen Robinson go. It's going to be easy, uh, interesting to see where certain guys get trapped, uh, drafted, you know, with everything that happened. I mean, say, for example, what if the Packers who traded away Adams were to be able to get Allen Robinson on like a one-year prove-it deal since he's coming off of a bad year? What if they get him for a discount, but then they still draft like, say, a Garrett Wilson or a Chris Olave or a Jamison Williams? You know, those type of things are interesting, and I think kind of going back to the Eagles thing, same thing for them. Like, what if they took a D-tackle even though they just signed a D-tackle or like the Jaguars who have a top pick you know, who are they going to take with all the free agent signings they just take? So I think that's one of the more interesting thing. I mean, most notably what comes to mind is, do you remember when uh, Russell Wilson was drafted? Yeah. So, you know, Russell Wilson gets drafted in the third round after they uh, had paid Matt Flynn a pretty decent deal, obviously not, you know, fully guaranteed or whatever. I think they were on the hook for like 10 million guaranteed. They still had to pay him, but they ended up getting rid of him. You know what I mean? So it's like, when you look at stuff like that, I just think that 
it, it's not only going to be interesting, but I, I just, I, I don't have an idea of what it would be. You know what I mean? I don't have in my head right now, like one to watch for or something. And as we get closer to the draft, I think that'll be a bigger deal. Uh, also wanted to notate real quick before we get away from the draft, because I know we're going to focus on like trades and uh, free agency. What are your guys' thoughts about uh, Ajabo tearing his uh, Achilles at his pro day? Oh, I haven't heard about that one. Yeah, so that, so that had just happened, I think, a day or two ago, and that's a guy who I had seen kind of at the tail end of some mock drafts in the first round, and I would have to say that guy's going in the second, third, fourth, maybe even fifth round now because he's probably not going to play the entire year. And a guy, in my opinion, that's a receiver, uh, a DB or an edge rusher like himself where his burst is important, the Achilles is going to be one that's going to be interesting to see what he looks like coming back. So I'm kind of interested to see what teams take a – take a flyer on him like maybe a guy like Caleb Farley or something last year where Tennessee t- kind of took the flyer on him. And then, you know, we're still yet to see if he's going to be a star or a bust. Um, so, you know, that's another one. I'm just curious of, you, of your guys. If you, do you think that he's going to fall completely, like I said, to the fifth round, or you think he'll just go like fall to the third round or something like, like say like a Jalen Smith who got hurt in his bowl game several years ago. And um, you know, the Cowboys ended up taking him in the second round. I Dude, mean, drafting him in the fourth round. I mean, he's not going to play with that Achilles, the, uh, with his, that injury for the entire year. Right. Right. I, I guess why I'm asking is because like, you know, he's probably going to miss the entire year, but right. really it doesn't and matter. Injury is like, like detrimental for that kind of position of a player. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. But like, 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 okay. So put it he's in coming back. Not as the same. Yeah. You would assume you would assume, but that's why I'm asking because like, look at a guy like Jamison Williams, people are still t- saying he might end up in the back end of the first round. And he might not play till November or something. So like Ojabo, who might not play at all this year, probably won't play at all this year, we'll say, but maybe comes back for a, for a, a playoff push or something. Like, are you going to expect for him to, you know what I mean? Are you going to expect for him to be, you know, in the mix? Are you, like I said, are you thinking he's going to fall to like the third round or do you think he's falling completely like the fifth or sixth round and like almost undrafted at that point? You know what I mean? Like at that point, a team's just taking a chance on what he could be if he were to be able to be the same guy coming back. I'm saying late fourth. The earliest that I would predict that he would be able to get drafted is late fourth just because of the injury and his position. And in the past, like, wide receivers or DBs that have had an Achilles injury haven't come back the same and they, they don't perform as well as they did prior well, to that injury. And I think what's interesting is like somebody were to tear their ACL, it's one thing, but the fact of the matter is when it comes to the Achilles, I think that, you know, it is because it's muscle and everything that it may never be the same where it was like yeah. the, the knee, a lot of times, like if it's the, the uh, MCL, PCL, whatever, you know, some of those things, it seems like they can work back the flexibility and some of those things and work, work it back into good shape where the Achilles right. tendon, I mean, you think of the Achilles tendon as like a stretch rope anyway. So once you mm-hmm. tear that, I just feel like to reattach it, it's already like just a very tender, tense area. Mm-hmm. And I think of even guys like, uh, 
I, I want Cam, Cam Akers. Cam Akers tore tore his at the beginning of the year. I'm pretty sure last year, and he came mm-hmm. back to the playoffs mm-hmm. or yeah. Super Bowl. Really. Yeah. So I mean, it's possible. It just depends. All on right, that's why I said he's is. like he's a guy who you if you're the Packers or something, which is kind of why I'm asking because like like so the the thing that's interesting is like so the Packers have uh four of the first. 60 picks or something like that right so they're probably not taking him in those picks and especially not anymore because he got hurt right but my thought is like what if the Packers take him at the very tail end of like the third round or the very beginning of like the fourth round or something or like what if the Buccaneers you know what I mean what if the Buccaneers take him at the tail end of the third round or the Rams like you just said the Rams what if the Rams take him at the very end of the third round or the beginning of the third round or whatever you what if they trade up you know, or, or what have you, or what if they're in the second round, they trade back to like the third pick in the third round. And then they take them, you know, I'm just, I'm just trying to think like, you're probably not getting this guy for, you know, more than three games, four games, if you're lucky. But if you believe he's a difference maker, do you think he'll be healthy enough? And that's kind of, that's why I'm just saying like all this stuff is so interesting. And I think this is why so many fans fall in love with this phase of the year is because of questions like this. Like even when a guy goes down or a guy was hurt in the bowl game or anything like that, like that drastically affects where he's going to get picked, but it may not affect the player. It may alter the player completely, but it also may not affect him at all. Um, mm. I mean, a lot of people, like I said, still think Jameson Williams is going to be a stud. And obviously that's, you know, a different injury and all that. But, you know, if he wouldn't have got hurt, would he have been the first receiver taken off the board? You know, who's to say? Yeah. I, a lot of people like him. I could see it happening, but definitely not with an injury. But as far as, you know, somebody who needs a, I feel like a contending team that has corners that maybe one might be leaving next year due to a bigger contract could take a chance on them and let them, uh, you know, draft them in the fourth or fifth round and sit on them all year and let them gain, you know. Uh, Plus, his contract is going to be super cheap, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because, like, as an edge rusher, I mean, if he was picked in, like, the first or second round or something, he'd probably be pretty high value. But, like I'm saying, if if he falls to the third round or something or the fourth round, like, he's not only going to be cheap, but they're going to have him for four years on the cheap and on the really cheap because they got him in a later round. So if he blossoms by that fourth year, they're going to be paying him a lot, but they could also let him walk. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, you could always – you're always able to let a guy walk. That's why I'm saying, like, if it's the Packers or the Bucks or something like that, where in four years they might not be able to pay him. But in that four-year span, he could be the gift that keeps on giving. You know, so it's just – you know, it's how you view him, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of monitor that as we keep going. I mean, there's other players that are either coming off of injury – uh, or had gotten injured, like I said, on the pro day or their bowl game or other things like that, that I'm, you know, I'm going to keep an eye on too, just because I'm, it's always an interesting topic, but right. um, one that I would probably rather go to first anyway, just because I think it's the biggest one is the Deshaun Watson trade. Yeah. Um, if that's cool with you guys. And yeah. no, it's a, it's a great one to start with. So um why don't we start out with the compensation so that's that's probably the most important so the texans will receive three first round draft picks from 2022 2023 and 2024 um in addition to a 2023 third rounder and a 2024 fourth rounder uh watson also 
is guaranteed a fully guaranteed, which I don't believe there's ever been a fully guaranteed $230 million contract, which is nuts, uh, as well as for part of the deal, he's going to get 45 million signing bonus. Uh, his base is only going to be a million this year, but 45 million for the signing bonus is just insane as well. I'm assuming yeah, the, that's the millions because the more likely will probably get suspended. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I think that, I think the, uh, the fact that it's the 45 million too, is that because he didn't play last year. So you right. think about how much money he didn't get last year. So I'm assuming all that signing bonus that's coming up front like that is all just basically the Browns saying, Hey, we know you need it. We're going to scratch your back. We're going to be ready for when you come back and we're going to be ready to make some plays. Um, which also, I just want to throw out, if he misses the first six games of the year, they just traded case Keenum to the bills. Like who so, is there? Who are they going like, to have? Like I don't they understand. Just, they just signed uh, Jacoby Brissett. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Or yeah, traded. I'm, I, I'm sorry. They, I think, or no, they signed him. Being they signed him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot more sense because I was like, man, like who do they possibly have that yeah. they have that kind of confidence? But yeah. Okay. I got you. Cool. 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 So, uh, so first thoughts. What, 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 you know, when you seen this go through, what were your first thoughts? Is it, you know, contenders instantly, uh, big deal, biggest trade ever, biggest trade in a number of years? Like, what do you, what are we thinking here? I, it depends on how long he's suspended. Uh, is it six well, games? Well, but the thing is, is like, are you looking at that though, or are you actually thinking like, okay, the Browns are literally guaranteed to have basically top 15 or top 10 quarterback play for what the next five years guaranteed. Right. I mean, he, he's 26 right now and he's in a five-year contract and he's still in his prime. So like you're not still in his prime. Him. I feel like he's just about to enter his prime. I don't even feel like he's in it yet. This is the best quarterback. I mean, had. he is a three bowl. He's a three pro bowler. So, I mean, yeah. he's a, he's in his prime. So you, but, you said, you said what now, Josh? He's, I said this is the best quarterback the Bills have had in since the, I've been the Browns, watching the football. Browns. Yes, did I say you said, the Browns. You said the Bills. <laughs> yeah, you but said the Bills. Okay, the Bills? We just, yeah, we just said the. Oh, we just said, the Bills do have. I'm the sorry. Best I see. I seen. Had. I was looking at the article. The uh, Browns sent Case Keenum to the Bills. You're fired. Says, You're fired. So I said the Bills. <laughs> Hey, I don't want to hear it because earlier you kept saying about the Packers signing Allen Robinson. He's already signed with the Rams. Oh, mm-hmm. did he really? <laughs> yes, he signed a forty-six million dollar three-year. Yeah, you're I'm fired. fired too. Jeez. After I already said it. It's oh right. my goodness. Well, you know, me and uh, me and James just got done sitting through a two-hour movie. Our brains are not. Uh, we're, we got a little brain fog still. So. <laughs> but no, I think it's a great pickup for the Browns. Uh, I, from what I'm hearing, the whole reason, you know, he he went away from picking the Browns and it was more or less around the Panthers, the Falcons and the Saints. And then he changed his mind and they're saying it's because of that fully $230 million guaranteed contract. Yeah. And now that's kind of obvious, but you don't think the roster has to play into it at all either. I mean, the Browns arguably have the best roster out of all of those teams. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They're definitely the more, uh, I hate to say Super Bowl bound team, but complete. the one, it, yeah, the more complete. Thank you, the more complete team that can make a playoff run. But I definitely agree with that. Um, I think that not only is that true, but I think that he's going to a team that has really kind of been on the steady rise and 
you know, the Saints had Drew Brees, for example. And, you know, Deshaun Watson could be great right now and everything. But as we've seen with Tom Brady, as we've seen with Aaron Rodgers, as we've seen with Matt Stafford, so on and so forth, uh, having a 35, 36, 37, 38, you know, 45, <laughs> you know, having having an aged quarterback is not necessarily a bad thing in 2022. The NFL is just so different. You can't hit the quarterbacks the same. You can't do half the stuff the same as you used to be able to. And so – I would take Drew Brees over Deshaun Watson and, you know, Drew Brees on a team that had beaten Tampa Bay twice that year, still lost to Tampa who went on to win the Super Bowl that year. And so for Watson to look at that and, you know, I think he realized that Saints roster is not as good as it was when Brees was on it. And that Falcons roster is nowhere near. I mean, even the, the rumors of like all the guys that would have signed there, if he would have went there, even then that roster would not have been as good as Cleveland. So I think, I think mm-hmm. Cleveland was the best roster. I think Cleveland was the best choice. I think Cleveland's the best long-term decision as well. Pittsburgh is going to be on a down spiral. Baltimore it always seems dangerous and has good culture, just like Pittsburgh, but I'm sorry, like Deshaun Watson came to that division and instantly became the second best quarterback. Lamar Jackson is an awesome regular season quarterback, extremely fun to watch, but he's not won a big game when it counts the most. And Joe Burrow literally took the division over last year. So until he's dethroned, the Bengals run that division. I mean, they have the best offense probably. They've got great defense. So, like I said, I mean, Watson has to come in and he's the second best until proven otherwise. But even then, to watch literally the Ohio rivalry in state for the next couple of years is going to be absolutely crazy. Um, And then, you know, to kind of top it all off, the AFC in general is just a crazy division. I mean, the amount of trades, the amount of signings, the amount of pickup, just Mm -hmm. everything that we're looking at. I mean, it is literally think about this, right? You have. Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson, who were fantastic, and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Okay, those guys are all fantastic. Then in the Browns, you have now Amari Cooper, who also got traded earlier. So you have Amari Cooper, Deshaun Watson, Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, we'll just say. That's a crazy bunch too. Then you have Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, uh, Chris Jones. That's you know, another fantastic four, like these guys are all basically all pro caliber or, or, you know, pro bowl caliber at the very least. And then you look at uh, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Herbert, mm-hmm. Keenan Allen, uh, Derwin James. James. Um, Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Devonte Adams, Derek Carr, uh, Max Crosby, who just signed the yeah. massive deal. Chandler Jones, who just signed with them. Then, I'm telling you, that AFC West is. Yeah, but like, I, listen to what I'm saying. Like, it's literally the whole, like, just all the top AFC teams are all like that mm-hmm. now. All of them are. Like, seriously, the, like, the, like, I can tell you, unless there's a major injury, I can tell you today who the playoff teams are next year. Today. I can, it's, it's literally, it's going to be the Chargers. The Chiefs, the Raiders, the Bengals, the Browns, and then I guess it couldn't be – can't be three and then two from – it'd be three from one and then one from each of the other, right? Yeah. So I, th- I yeah. think so. So it would actually be – so we'll go ahead and say Browns, Bengals, and then I'll go ahead and say Chargers, Chiefs, 
No, no, no. Fuck it. Fuck so you, it. No, you fuck think it. the Broncos no, 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 are the no, worst? Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'll say Chargers, Raiders. Matter of fact, Chiefs are out of the playoffs this year. We'll we'll go ahead and say that. Even I'll go extra ballsy. Chargers, okay. Chargers, Chiefs, okay. or Chargers, Raiders, Browns, Bengals, and then I will say the Colts will dethrone the Titans because they'll get a quarterback who's not going to fucking choke the last two games of the season away. And I will say, oof, and then the Bills. And then the Bills. There you go. So that's your, yeah, that's your so you, six, seven. You're not saying the Broncos have a chance to make it to the playoffs this year? No, no. The Broncos traded away. Uh, One of their biggest trade I mean, they, they, Russell Wilson was no fan. I mean, they pretty much traded away. Just to me, they traded away all their most important little pieces of their team, as well as their draft picks. So it's like now you can't refuel the team. Now you lose a lot of your pieces. And Wilson's going to walk into a situation where, yeah, he's probably got his best offensive line, his best running back group, his best receiving group, all that. But he's probably got a significantly worse defense. And we all know what happens when we let Russ cook in November. We all know what happens when we let Russ cook in December. Okay. Great quarterback when, you know, the first six, seven weeks of the year. Um, literally, literally, since he threw that interception in the Super Bowl, I think he's like four and eight or four and ten or something in the playoffs. Like, he's he's a, he has a losing record in the playoffs since he threw that pick in the Super Bowl. So, um, so like I said, just as far as that, I, I just – I don't think it matters. But that's the AFC in my eyes. I think the Bills are a huge contender. Once I see the Browns actually play, I'll know. But other than that, I would say the Bengals are for sure a big contender. And then, obviously, the Chargers. Who actually, like, I know the Chiefs did really well and stuff last year, but I thought the, the Chargers were the best team in that division. I think if, if, if it's Stokely, if he doesn't make – it was is Stokely or Staley, Brandon? Is it, it's Brandon Stokely, right? Yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure. So if, if, if he doesn't go for two freaking a million times in the one game that they played, the chargers literally win by like six or seven points, maybe 10 points or something like that. I, I forget that the way that the game was played, if they would have taken a field goals, they would have ended up winning by like, you know, 10 points or something like that. And then the second game they played, you know, not exactly the same thing, but even like even same thing going back to like the Raiders, like the Raiders literally got into the playoffs because Stokely mismanaged the situation where if he doesn't mismanage the situation, the Raiders don't even make it into the playoffs and instead the Chargers make it in. So it's like those two things right there, like if the Chargers would have got in, I think they would have probably beaten the chiefs and would have, you know, went far and could have beaten the Bengals and all those type of things. So like, that's where, like I say, again, I just think they are, they were the best team in that division last year. I believe the coach botched it. I think they're going to be the best team in that division again this year. I think the Raiders will, will storm back and be the second because I think McDaniels will be good. And I think Adams and Carr will have a really good repertoire. And I think that the Raiders are, will draft some good defensive pieces to help. And then, like I said, the Bills and, and you know, every every year it's about four teams. This year, 
I'll just have to wait to see who's going to be the team, whether it's the Bengals or the Browns, because there's the, those other four, you know, or those other three so, or four. Going back to the Browns, like they they got rid of Austin Hooper. They released him, but you have David Njoku, who just got franchise tag, and you have Harrison Bryant, who's still on his rookie deal. So you yeah. don't need a draft or go for a free agent for tight end, but who do you get to reload that wide receiver crew? I mean, you have Amari Cooper, but – and then Dave uh, – Donovan Peoples-Jones, but other than that, Rashard Higgins isn't with the Browns anymore. Jarvis was released. Odell was released. Like, who do you? Is there anyone that you go for in free agency, or do you try and draft for the in the second round for a wide receiver? Because this first pick that they have is getting traded away to the to the Texans now. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think they'll they'll still try through the draft. That's kind of what I was saying. Like, I think that they're the picks are. I think that the the receiving group is deep enough that the picks will still be there. I just that's my opinion because I think I think some of the first to come off the board are going to be later on, like the Packers and some of those potentially. So like I just could see very easily where like like I think the Packers at like twenty two I think because they traded up or not traded up they traded Adams and so they got the twenty two. Like at twenty two I could see them taking like a tackle or a guard or whatever, and then 28 taking a receiver. But I think that'll be like the second or third receiver off the board at that point. Like it's not going to be like eight of them are already gone. So by the second round, when the Browns come up, they're still probably only going to be like 10 deep. And I really think that the receiver class, not pound for pound or whatever. Like, I mean, there's very obviously like specific guys, but I think there are like 15 good guys to play as a receiver two or receiver three. And then there's like three guys or four guys that are like, okay, this guy might be receiver one in a couple of years or, Mm -hmm. you know, in two years or whatever. So I, I I mean, I see more of that um, than otherwise, but Speaking of receivers, um, you know, staying in the AFC and all that. So Packers trade Devontae Adams as a Packers fan. I'm not actually that mad about it. I think the compensation was okay. Kind of would have liked to get a little bit more, but like, you know, Adams or not Adams Rogers already signs. Obviously he knows what Adams is doing because all the things kind of went ahead. Like, I think this is why it was, in my opinion, it was why this was like the last dance here because I think Adams already knew. I I truly believe that. That's why I think that's the real reason it was the last dance. You know, I think if they would have won the Super Bowl, I think Rodgers would have retired and Adams would have went and played in Las Vegas Mm -hmm. because he's from the area and he liked, yeah, he's literally good friends with Carr and everything else. Like that's, was one of his best friends in college and all that. So like, I just, I just think that that was the whole last dance thing. And I think that him leaving, we literally, the Packers were able to sign Rasul Douglas. They were able to sign uh, Devondra Campbell and all those other, like just a handful of other guys, Robert Tanyan. So you lost one guy that's a focal point, but they're going to be able to replace and supplement in other ways. And Rogers without Adams plays within the offense better with Adams. He goes, Oh, Hey, where's my guy at? And so I think that that's actually hurt hurts him more than it helps him in those situations. So as far as the Packers, I don't believe that they'll be able to replace his individual production, but I think actually it's going to improve the offense because we're going to be able to flow better with the offense's actual performance. As far as the Raiders, if he's 
if he's anywhere as good, literally, if, if Adams is even, you know, 60% as good as he was in Green Bay with Rodgers, they'll probably have a pretty damn good chance of winning the division. I still think the Chargers will win it because I, I think Adams won't be quite as good with Carr just because I feel like he's had so many years with Rodgers. But I, I, I'm telling you, man, like, if he's literally 60 or 70% as good, they'll, they'll probably win the division. I mean, it, it, it would not shock me at all. That's all, I guess. And I think Chandler Jones, by the way, like just while we're talking about the Raiders, I think Chandler Jones being a pickup to go on the opposite side of Max Crosby, I think he's going to be sneaky good. Like Chandler Jones is always a guy who's putting up like 10, 11 sacks a year, 12 sacks a year, and nobody really talks about him he's... because they're too busy talking about like Von Miller and stuff. But Chandler Jones is always good. Always. He started out on fire last year. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's always good and he's always healthy. Like he doesn't really mm-hmm. miss a lot of games. He's never, I don't feel like he's ever made like the massive contract. And for out of all the guys that come out of the Patriots to go to other teams, he's one of the few guys in a long time who went and was really impressive. I mean, he's always been impressive since he was on the Cardinals. So I think he's going to continue to be impressive as a Raider and going along with Crosby. I think that's going to be huge. Um, but yeah, I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on the, um, on the, the Adams? I mean, I I think it's, uh, it's kind of like who's Rogers going to throw the ball to now. I I know they still got, uh, Mm -hmm. Lazard. They still have Cobb, I believe. Um, I'm not sure who else. Like that's it's crazy. I don't. I don't. I mean, was the last time Packers been in this kind of situation to where they don't really have anybody to throw the ball to? Don't even have a tight end. Or that is Tunyon still there? No, that's what mm-hmm. I said. I said because of because they had gotten rid of Adams, they were able to re-sign Tunyon. Oh, they, okay. were, they Sorry, Cobb, I Cobb, Cobb took less money, so they're getting to keep Cobb. There, there's whispers about picking up. Uh, MVS now because they have the extra money and then they're probably going to draft a guy. So they're literally only probably going to lose Adams and then everybody else. It looks like they're coming back. Mm-hmm. So that's where I say like literally everybody on the defense basically is coming back and everybody in the offense is basically coming back. And then they're also going to have four picks in the top 60. And I mean, I can read you off the list, but literally every single pick that Guten Kuntz has basically had since he became GM in the top uh, 60. All of those picks are basically Pro Bowl guys like Eric Stokes, Elgin Jenkins, Josh Myers, um, Jair Alexander, who's arguably the best cornerback in the league. I mean, I can continue to go on, but that that's kind of the crazy thing is like this guy has basically hit on all of his first and second round picks since he's been GM. The other ones, not so much, but I mean, like even Rashawn Gary, like he he picked Rashawn Gary and Rashawn Gary last year finished out the season as arguably a top ten pass rusher. I mean yeah. his numbers like his his QB hits and his pressures and stuff were off the charts. So, I mean that's where like I say like if Gary improves if Alexander who didn't play basically at all last year if he comes back Zadarius Smith already didn't play outside mm-hmm. of the game one last year so like losing him is just getting free money back. So that's why, I don't know, like I said, a lot of that stuff. I think you're right about, like, who's he going to throw to, but I also think they're going to probably draft a guy, and I could see where they still might end up picking up a guy. It's just Wait, I, L- Lazard, I think he was a yeah. good receiver. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's just overshadowed by Adams. 
Yeah. When I think like people were people were uh, making jokes like what if Alan Lazard has 997 yards next year? And the reason people are saying that is because Lazard's kind of been like the third fiddle, the third fiddle, the third mm-hmm. fiddle. Well, Adams was the third fiddle, the third fiddle, the third fiddle. Then he had 997 yards. Then every year after that, he had like over a thousand with tons of catches and was like the guy. And so people are making jokes like, well, what if Lazard has 997 and becomes the guy? And it's you know, oh, and, so uh, you say, oh, oh, go ahead. Is Julio Jones a, a wide receiver that the Packers could go for? Because he's still I, available. On I hope so. I see. Hope I, I think he's a guy that the Browns will go for. Yeah, I, I hope not. I would literally, I would rather. I mean, I should look at it before I say because, like Josh was pointing out, uh, I thought I knew who was still out there, and other guys got picked up. I, I worked today, so it's it's hard to kind of keep track of every little detail that's happening, but. Um, Jarvis Landry, Will Fuller are available. Yep. Well, that's what I was about to say is like Jarvis would be my number one just because if nothing else, like he's sure handed. The Packers came into my mind as soon as the Bear, uh, Browns released them. Like I was like, well, Packers are going to go for him probably. Yeah. Set him on well, the other like, side of Adams. I know but. that they were always into Will Fuller too. And that's another guy that like I would. And if interested. he would stay healthy, he would be a great receiver, but he just can't stay healthy or get PEDs. Yeah. Well, it's hard to say. Well, the PED things like that's that's so I always hate that one because like I agree with you, but it's also tough because like right now, like if you don't have a prescription for Adderall, for example, and you could call with Adderall, yeah. it's considered PED. But if you have a prescription, you're allowed to take it. Like I don't understand how you could tag somebody and they could miss games for something else that other people are taking just because they don't have a prescription. Like to me, that's just I don't know. It just kills me. But yeah. um, real quick, while I got a minute. I also want to say uh, thoughts and prayers go out to the John Clayton family. Yep. 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 I totally the professor. Yes. Yes. I 67 years old. One of the best ESPN commercials ever watched. Right. Yep. I was about to say that. I was about to say that he's he He would probably always be remembered for that with the hair and everything. That's yes. Just, it's fantastic. That was great. I loved it. I, yep. I hated when it, my brother messaged me and told me that. And I was like, no way. I was like, dang it. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Tough. And, you know, it's it's just tough because I think year to year that kind of stuff, you know, I mean, it just continues to happen and it will continue yeah. to happen. I mean, it's kind of like we like to joke and, and pick on each other. But, um, you know, it, it a lot of that is is going to continue to happen as we age. I mean, quite simply put. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I wanted to throw out, too, because you had said something about the receivers. The Browns also picked up Jakeem Grant, who's who's definitely not like a second mm-hmm. guy or a third guy or whatever, but he will easily be the most entertaining and most exciting kick returner since Josh Cribbs was there. So I think that'll be interesting. Um, he'll probably bring the dog pound to life a couple times. Um, I also um, – I don't know. I'm kind of interested to like, just on a side note as, as the bears, you know, cause you know, with everything that's going on with them, do you like, what do you think about um, them not being able to get Ogan Joby because of the failed uh, physical designation? Yeah, that I was kind of surprised by that. Are but, you, uh, are you like looking for like, cause you got Justin Jones, but are you right, that's, for, like, that's... later on to try to pick him up? If like, Later on in the season, if he can, if he well, can go again, I didn't, or I didn't even read what the physical failed about. Like, I couldn't find it. Mm, but I'm not sure. I mean, I know that, like, I know, I know it was failed, and he came off of an injury, so it's not uncommon. I just, I just, same as you, I don't. Still, really know I still think is. that's crazy that that makes it a reason not to sign him. But I don't know. Maybe 
I don't know much about Justin Jones, but they act like he's a pretty good signing as well. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could kind of pick at it. I did see that the, uh, more importantly, uh, that you did pick up Lucas Patrick now. Yes, that was a brand. Yeah, that's the guy too. I was trying to tell you about the other day, but yeah. I couldn't think of his name. Yes, that was him. That see, and that one's a big year because I think that last year he played center and guard for us, and yeah. I think that not only can he do center and guard for you guys, but if I'm not mistaken, didn't you guys just lose Daniels, who was also yes. able to do center and guard stuff? So, yeah, I mean, I think that's a decent replacement. I don't know if I'd say Daniels is better or worse, but I think that's a decent replacement. <laughs> and more than anything, you're going to get a guy. And this is why I always like in-division pickups like that, because you're going to get a guy who played against – you know, Kenny Clark and pay, played against Rashawn Gary and played against those guys for a long time, you know, because I think he's, he's in his like six years. So he's, he's literally got years playing against those guys and playing against the lions guys and playing against the Vikings guys. So all the guys he's going to play against the most this next year, he's going to have seen have the most reps against. And I think that's always a good, a good, uh, you know, a good, a good thing. I mean, same thing with like Pat O'Donnell. Like I think, I think, uh, Bajorquez was really good for the Packers as a punter last year, but as it got colder, he didn't do as well. Whereas O'Donnell playing in Chicago has proved he can handle the cold and pun in it well. And so I think like, as far as a pickup for the price and everything else, I think, I mean, I think it was good. Punters are underrated anyway. So um, I, I mean, it wasn't going to be bears a are deal, normal for getting rid of, you know, the best kickers or the best punters. So I mean, <laughs> why not get rid of McDonald? We got rid of Robbie gold. He's yeah. kicked our ass ever since. I mean, yeah. it's, that's, it's bad. The, I mean, you know how the I think of it? They lost. You know how I think of it? I always just remember it as like the Bears are good for double doinking on on selling both their kickers, you know? <laughs> they also double doink when they're falling in the rankings down to third or fourth, you know? They're dropping like a rock. Oh, we'll have a we'll have a first rounder next year. We can actually do something with that shitty placement. Oh, you have a first rounder. We'll be in the top ten, or is that like top fifteen? Probably top five. I'm thinking top five. <laughs> top five would be good. Yeah, Rebuilding, remember? Oh new, yeah. New well, regime. I thought new you were, regime. I thought you were running the north. New regime. Same same content though. Same. I comments, didn't. He right? didn't say when we were gonna run it. Just we're gonna run it eventually. Uh, you're gonna take it back. Uh, yeah, eventually. Well, like you know, it's Cowboys. it's kind of like yeah, it's kind of like the Cowboys or the Browns or whatever. Like it's our <laughs> year this year it's our year <laughs> this year yeah, okay well you know. yeah but uh but no i mean i think that i think that about wraps us up uh didn't probably cover every single thing that i want to but we're gonna we're gonna have quite a few more of these videos before the draft comes and everything to cover stuff like that so um well as always thank you for listening and uh you can find us on spotify as well as apple podcasting and any any final words, James or Josh? Yes, if you go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, it would mean the world to us if you would like and follow us. And if you do decide to, be sure to hit the notification bell so that way you know whenever we do post another podcast. But that's all I've got, and everybody take care.